Hi, folks. It's Phil Bailey here from the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. We are on episode 19 of the podcast. And today I am bringing on a special guest with me, uh, someone that you've probably heard of the company in uh, London, Ontario. I have Alfonso Salimi with me today. He's the vice president of JAG Properties in London. Reason I wanted to bring him on today is because I've had some clients go through the JAG program and it's been a very smooth process. I think a lot of people don't know much about rent to own. Uh, they see the bus bench, but they might not uh, maybe understand exactly what, uh, what JAG is doing in town. And uh, also I see the community involvement, of course, that, uh, that JAG's been doing for London and uh, I've been impressed with that personally as well. So uh, welcome Alfonso to the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much, Phil. It's an honor to be here. Uh, you're, you're doing a great job with the podcast. Uh, love, love what you're doing. The, the episodes, there's so much value. And uh, definitely from the perspective of London, Ontario, where JAG is based out of, uh, yeah, man, we, we've been loving working with you. And uh, yeah, love, love the podcast. Great. So maybe before we get started into the to the uh, the questions I had for today on the rent to own side, I'm curious on you know the the community involvement that JAG has uh, has kind of put forward as a company, and I'm I'm curious on uh, on yeah, what are you been doing kind of for the London community? Because I've been seeing your 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 company's name all over the place lately. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, being in our community is, is a huge, huge um, importance to us. We, we love being part of the community. Uh, we sponsor the London Knights, where we're the official sponsors for London Majors. Uh, we sponsored Ivy Park as well, too. So a few times a year, we're doing, uh, you know, pick up some litter, the cleanups in the parks. We have a bunch of local athletes. Um, we love being out in the community uh, and being involved, right? So yeah, like you said, the park benches, the, the sports teams, um, and even the, the cool part is, is like this local athletes as well too. So if you're listening to this and, um, you know, if you, you have kids or, or, or people that you, you know, help, whether it's jerseys or lunch or something like that, we love being out, being involved in the community and really investing in where, where we work, where we live, where we play. Um, it's a huge part of what we do and, and being part of the community. Um, yeah, we have huge initiatives to continue that and continue to grow, um, and being a big part of that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I saw your name at the, uh, the Knights game for sure. And, uh, we, I have yet to get to a majors game this year. I know everyone's beating me up for that because it's, uh, one of my favorite local sports scene getting out to Labatt park. So definitely we'll be doing that. And I, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing the, uh, the Jag name there for sure. So let's get into it. I I'm curious on if you can give a high level on really what is rent to own? Why would someone consider that path in, uh, in London? For sure. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, rent to own or at Jag Properties, we're calling it rent to home. Um, what we do is we're, we're helping clients that can't qualify for conventional financing. So it's essentially an agreement between a tenant buyer, you know, because they're a tenant first and then they're going to be a buyer. That's why we call them tenant buyers or our clients. Uh, they enter into uh, a rent to own agreement with a rent to own provider like, like Jag Properties. And they're going to be renting the home from the rent to own company for a period of time, typically anywhere between two to four years. Um, and they're going to be making monthly payments and a portion of that monthly payment eventually goes towards their down payment. Um, uh, throughout the program, uh, they're also going to be working on improving their credit score, uh, making sure that their income is claimed properly uh, so that they are able to qualify for financing of their own at the end of, of the term where they're going to buy the home themselves and, and qualify for that bank mortgage uh, um, at the end of the term. So ultimately, we're, we're helping people that can't qualify 
uh, for, for conventional financing from the banks or lenders and getting them prepared and getting them ready so that they can qualify by the end of the rental term. Um, and in London, Ontario, we've been seeing obviously everywhere it's been impacted uh, across the country, across the province, and especially in, Ontario, in London, where purchase prices have continued to increase. Uh, you know, now at the time that we're recording this, you know, it seems like it's cooled a little bit, but they are up from, uh, you know, from a few years ago, and it's getting harder and harder to buy. So, um, you know, someone consider why someone would consider it in London specifically is that they can't qualify for, for a conventional mortgage. Something's preventing them to qualify for the conventional mortgage, and this is an alternative route for them to take. Nice. So I guess, you know, my second question is, is kind of around that. Like, what are some examples of, you know, someone that, uh, you know, you've been able to kind of help that couldn't just go the traditional mortgage mortgage route? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, like, you know, a big part as purchase prices have increased is so have the down payments needed for the purchase, right? So whether you need the 5%, if you're self-employed or a small business owner, you typically need 10% um, if you wanna avoid CMHC, or if you've had some bruised credit or damaged credit in your past, most banks lenders are gonna look for 20%. So if you're looking at, you know, well, I'll ask you, Phil, average purchase price in London, Ontario these days, yeah, they're getting sevens for sure. <laughs> okay, so let's just use 700,000, right? So, you know, if you're looking at 5%, that's 35,000, 10% is 70,000, and 20% is 140,000. Add in your closing costs, your legal fees. So, it's a significant amount of money that people need saved up. And if you don't have that saved, um, uh, but you have good credit, you have good income, then you know rent a rent a home program with Jake Properties might be the solution. So that's one one reason. Uh, not enough down payment saved. Uh, another is is credit score. We see you know plenty of times where people don't understand their credit or don't know how to improve their credit or they've had uh, you know late payments or uh, bruised credit in their past, uh, and the banks lenders um, are preventing them from qualifying because their credit is not where it needs to be. So it allows them to get into the housing market gives them two, three, four years to improve that credit, working with our team, um, giving them the guidance and tips um, and, you know, and, and the support that they need so that they can improve their credit score. So by the end of the term or the end of the rent to own program, um, they're able to qualify and get their credit where they need to be. And then the last one is income. Um, so obviously the banks, the lenders, they're using a multiple of income to qualify um, qualify uh, individuals, families for purchase of their home. So we see whether it's new income, like young professionals just starting out in a career or newcomers into the country um, that uh, don't, have, um, don't have that income history uh, that gives them, again, that time to build up that income history. Uh, Self-employed and small business owners, right? They can be really creative in terms of how much they make or how much they claim. So if they're not actually claiming their true income, and again, it allows them the time to, to claim what they're actually making so that they can have that on their, on their tax returns and then go to the banks and lenders so that they can qualify. So it's typically around those three things, their income, their down payment, their credit score, and allowing that time so that they can get, get those things in order, those two, three, four years, and be in the home that they want to live in well beyond the rent-a-home program. Nice. Yeah. So I, I know I've had some experience with, uh, with, with the team Alfonso and, you know, I found the process to be pretty darn smooth, to be honest. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's from my perspective as a real estate agent, uh, obviously I'm involved in the, the search process and, and getting them through to a deal and getting, getting through to closing day. I'm curious on kind of the, the, the longer aspect of the program, you know, how, how long is someone looking at being part of, of that process with with you folks is it 
you know, you mentioned maybe two, three, four years. Uh, what's kind of the typical that you're that you're seeing uh, with your program? Yeah, with now with almost eight years in business that that, that we've operated uh, these rental home programs, typically three years is the average. Uh, I, I would say about uh, even over eighty percent of our of our programs are, are are in three years in length, and that's a good amount of time to whether claiming more income, uh, saving up for down payment. Uh, improving your credit score three years seems to be that magic number. We've done programs as short as one year um, because it's just a, it's just a matter of um, whether it's saving up a little bit more money or, or claiming that income. Um, and I think the longest period of time is about five years that we've done a rental program. But the good thing is, is that we have flexibility within our program. So even if it is a three-year program um, and, and the tenant buyer, the client is able to buy out early, we have early buyout dates. So they can buy it one year, two year, or obviously the three year. And then on the flip side, um, we're flexible in a way that life happens. We understand, obviously there's global pandemic, there's gaps in employment, uh, maybe job loss or, or reduced hours or things like that that happen in people's lives. So we can actually be flexible as well and extend the program. So if there's a three-year program, we can extend into a fourth year or a fifth year, depending on the situation of the client, right? So we're very flexible, uh, but I would say three years is the average, average term length. Um, and just to add on that is a lot of people ask, well, how long does it take? Or can you give me an idea of, Know, what the process takes and really it's very similar that when you know you're working with a mortgage professional or are going into the bank they're going to collect all those you know documents that support the application tax returns job letters income verification all those types of things and typically we can turn around an application in around three to five business days so that you can get that budget and then they're going to go out and shop with you phil and you know how long it takes to find a home that's you know really up to the to the buyer um but that that could take up, you know, be really quick, or you know, could could take a while depending on you know taste and, and areas and what's available. But uh, but typically three years is the is the length of most of our rent to home programs, but could be anywhere between you know two to four as well. Nice, yeah, and I, I think I, I like the flexibility of it, and uh, you know, for the people listening, I think it's interesting to at least get the opinion, right? I think sometimes it's some I have people that come to me and that have gone through you know, your company, Alfonso, and it's been, it's been a smoother process because they didn't, maybe, maybe some of them didn't even realize that there was that option available when they first, they first kind of came to talking with their bank. And I would say, you know, you want to talk with the bank, of course, you might want to talk with a mortgage broker, which is, uh, they have some flexibility. And then of course, uh, you know, JAG as well has, has some flexibility outside of those things. So I, I just like to, to tell clients and people listening that, it's good to just have the information in front of you and you can really make the best decision for you. You know, we're all adults here. We can all make the best decisions yeah. for us. Not someone's, you know, just telling us it has to go one way or the other. So I like, I like that approach that uh, you have the flexibility throughout it. And yeah, I've seen it firsthand. It, you know, obviously it works uh, for people in certain, certain positions that, uh, that still want to be able to get on that road to home ownership a lot quicker than maybe they could if, uh, if they didn't have a, a, a programs that, that you're putting out to the market. Um, I'm curious on if there's some examples of, you know, how this has worked for clients that you could share, uh, you know, so some success stories. Uh, I have my own personal things that I've seen at work uh, earlier on in the process, but I'm curious on, on those success stories that you've seen, Alfonso. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, in, in, like I said, in the length of time that we've been in business now, we have over 125 successful tenant buyers, clients that have purchased the home and are proud homeowners now. So, that to me is, you know, over 125 success stories, but the few that stick out for me um, was probably the first, the first project that Adam and I 
partnered on and really was the kind of the, the seedling of, of Jag Properties um, was, uh, it was a, a hairdresser. So she was, she was working, uh, you know, working hard. Um, and for her, it was her credit that was preventing her. She was making really great money doing, doing hair. Obviously I wasn't a client of hers and I don't think Phil, you'd be. Neither was I. Yeah. Either. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so she, you know, she, she was a hairdresser, had a great clientele, uh, out in the Niagara region. Um, and for her, it was just kind of cleaning up the credit and claiming the income properly. So it wasn't a matter of, um, the down payment. She had a lot of money saved up but she wasn't claiming her income properly, right? So those are people that are in the service industry or in like the you know personal care industry, right? A lot of tips and, and money that comes in that's not necessarily claimed or claimed properly. Um, so it's just kind of tidying up those things. And for her, it was that security where she wanted to work from home and she converted. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so she found us, I'm kind of jumping out of order a little bit here, but so she found us, um, you know, those early days by just email and a few people contacts and other realtors that we were working with. Um, and essentially the program really hasn't changed much from then is essentially we said, okay, well, approximately how much are you making annually? How much do you have saved? And where's your credit score? Uh, once we, once we had that figured out, we gave her a budget. She went to go find a home that worked for her. And that's what I was kind of getting to is that she was looking for a place that she could bring her salon into her house and she converted her garage into a salon, right? Like it was, it was beautiful what she was able to do. I think she put in probably like forty, fifty thousand dollars of investment um, to turn her garage into her salon. Um, so she worked from home. Uh, she took the time to to repair her credit. Uh, she claimed her income properly. Uh, obviously, she she had the the down payment that was already saved, and yeah, and, and she owned her home. So that was the first the the first one that we started together. Um, and there's so many other stories where. Um, newcomers into the country that just had no idea how the credit score worked or um, young professionals that, um, yeah, that just need a little bit more time, got great jobs, but have a bunch of student debt or student loans that need to be paid off and establish their work history. So yeah, but there's so many different stories where, you know, we've impacted their families, um, you know, people that, you know, that are moving to new cities for new job opportunities or just starting out in healthcare where it's a great industry, right, to work in. Um, but again, that the banks and the lenders don't look at somebody that's only been working for like two months. Um, they need that more of that established established um, work history. So that, that one is the one that sticks out for me is that that was the first, you know, first project that Adam and I, um, my business partner, we worked on together um, and, and really helped her kind of bring you know, bring her to the table, bring us to the table. We, it was kind of, uh, it was really exciting to see, you know, the amount of effort. And not only did she, you know, invest in the garage and the salon, but just the landscaping, the home that she kept. And we're like, wow, we, we need to do this more. We saw how important it was to her. It wasn't just her home, it was her work. And and she was a hardworking person that just needed some help and guidance. And I think everyone along the way needs a little bit of help sometimes on something. Um, so that one was, yeah, that one kind of sticks out for me in terms of how we were able to help. And, um, yeah, she successfully owned her home. Um, and because of the, the predetermined purchase price, that was something that, that I want to highlight as well, too, is, is the market, uh, continued to rise. She had a guaranteed purchase price that she knew she was buying the home for at the end. If it's, you know, you're waiting to save or fix your credit or, or, um, claim more income in that time period, you know, like we saw in the last couple of years, Purchase prices can go up, they can go down, they can move all around, um, but you're locking in, you know exactly what you're buying the home for is a clear target for her that she had some security uh, in buying that home for that for that price. 
Nice. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a really interesting story to share because I think it shows kind of highlights the entire program and how it can work for someone in, uh, in the area that has seen success with it. Uh, you know, I, I would think another aspect that you mentioned is the, you know, the credit credit score side. And I think, you know, probably if you're newer to, uh, to Canada as well, a lot of people just don't have credit scores at all. So it's not that they just haven't had time to build it. Like some of us have over time. Right. And I think that that's, uh, that's an interesting aspect of it as well in terms of people that are, you know, new, uh, newer to, uh, to the country as well and giving people an opportunity to get into the market. Well, absolutely. Like, you know, I, I consider myself, you know, somewhat of an amateur athlete, you know, in, in, in playing different sports. And I know we've talked about tennis, um, but if you're starting a new game and you don't even know the rules of the game, how can you be successful or, or even win? Right. So if you're if you're a newcomer coming into the country and have no idea how credit works and you don't have that support, you know, it's really difficult to to improve or, or to get the credit score where you need. And, you know, we mentioned newcomers into the country, but we don't. You know, even if you've lived in Canada your entire life, we don't get taught a credit score in school. You don't, there's no course in elementary or um, secondary school or post-secondary that teaches you about your credit score, how to improve your credit score. I think now we're starting to see the importance of that, but there's people that have lived here their whole life and don't understand how their credit works or what the things that they need to do to make sure that their credit is in shape for the banks, for the lenders to qualify for financing. So that piece of that support throughout the program and we're in constant contact with our clients throughout the program. They can reach out to us at any point in time throughout the program, but at a minimum, we're, we're reaching out to them with our credit team at least three times a year to make sure that they are on, on, on track and on plan, doing the things that they need to do. We're actually physically visiting them in person as well too. So if there's any you know uh, assistance or issues that they need help with um, at the property. So we're there to help and guide them along the way, give them all the tools and knowledge and know-how and that, you know, that home ownership and training program really um, is what we're trying to do from all aspects of it, from the financial side and the credit to making sure that that looks good, qualifying, um, sorry, uh, making sure that the, the income qualifies as well as the down payment, but then also from the actual building as well too. I, there's funny stories where first time owners called us and like, my house is broken, but it was just, you know, um, you know, a little bit of water that was coming in that needed to be addressed where, you know, we, we helped them guide them through to say, hey, get, get a couple quotes. It's going to be okay. And we're helping them and guiding them along the way as well. Nice. Yeah. And that's kind of a similar approach that I try to take on the real, on, as a real estate agent as well as, you know, helping them throughout that process, uh, whether they call me after, you know, they've already purchased or sold a house. I mean, I always tell them that they can't get rid of me usually once they've, uh, once they talk to me the first time, I'm always here to help. And, and, uh, yeah. that means that at any point they're allowed to ask me a real estate question. And, uh, I'm always happy to help anyone with that. So I guess, well, let's, let's wrap it up. But I wanted to ask you, Alfonso, if someone was interested in learning more about your program in the London area, what would be their best step? Would they, uh, would they email me or call you? What's kind of the best uh, way to get in yeah, contact? Definitely. You can check us out on the website. It's jagproperties.com, J-A-A-G properties.com. You can send us email at info at jagproperties.com. We have a one jag now to reach out and get in contact with us. Obviously we're on social media. Uh, not as cool as your page though yet, Phil. We gotta get some, uh, we, gotta, we gotta find uh, some cool restaurants to hang out in and, uh, and piggyback on your social media as well too. But you can find us on, on Instagram, Facebook, but, uh, but definitely get in touch with us. We have a team um, ready and waiting to, to answer any questions and help along the way in process. We wanna be approachable. We wanna have that one-on-one -on -one contact. We're human beings. We understand our clients are human beings. 
and uh, we want to help them all all the way through that process. Nice. Yeah, no, I appreciate uh, I appreciate that. We, uh, we had our uh, Seinfeld trivia last night at Anderson Craftdales, and that was uh, a lot of fun. And just so everyone is listening knows, I got, f- I think, 13 out of 50. Um, oh, and no. the team that won got like 45 <laughs> out of 50, and they were the most obscure Seinfeld facts ever, ever determined. So uh, we wow. will be having more community events like that now that uh, hopefully the pandemic is something that we're you know not having to have restrictions every single uh, day. But uh, of course, stay safe out there. Uh, if you have any questions for me, you can always just text me directly. My phone number is 226-977-2348. Just want to thank Alfonso from jag from coming on the podcast today i really appreciate your time uh this is the london ontario real estate podcast episode 19 talk to you all soon